Hello everybody, my name is Spencer Smith. I'm Charlie Schwartz. I'm Jack Greenspan. And welcome back to The Unspoken Herd, where today, as usual, we have a very interesting interview lined up. I'm very excited for this interview, as usual. Today we're going to be interviewing Mr. Fecking, the sponsor of The Fishing Club, um, a club that I think deserves more, you know, more time in the spotlight, so to speak. I feel like it's a very interesting club. Um, it's something I definitely want to learn more about and all that. So yeah, with that being said, I guess we can just kind of go into the first question, which is kind of what Fishing Club is and what it entails. Hey guys, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. I've been listening. I think you're doing a really good job. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, first and foremost, you've been doing awesome. So uh, yeah, my name is Mr. Facking, and um, I do sponsor the Fishing Club here at school. Um, in terms of what it is, what we do, we've been uh, a club here at school since 2009. Oh, um, before that, they, they, they didn't really have fishing as like a high school activity or anything like that. Um, but then in 2008, the IHSA uh, decided to have a um, fishing tournament in the oh, spring. And so when I found out about that, I loved to fish. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to start the club here. So we, uh, we meet um, in the fall and the spring. We go out fishing after school. Uh, we've done before school, too, um, for the early risers. And mm. we just go locally. We'll go uh, as a large group to a pond or a lake and just fish from shore. Uh, but then we also will go out on the weekends, we'll fish tournaments where we compete against other schools and we go on boats and um, it's a major, like a big event, like a five, six hour event that we're competing against other schools in. So it's kind of a combination of we get together, we go out, uh, we do meetings over the winter when it's cold, uh, but we also do actually have a competitive component to it where we go out and fish against other schools. So, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, do you like... How exactly was the fishing club sort of created? You went into depth a little bit about it, but could you explain it a bit more? Yeah, no, I mean, like, when I first decided, oh, hey, this is really cool, we should do this here at Buffalo Grove, I'm sure there's a student group that would be, that enjoys fishing. Um, I said, you know, like, let's just, let's see what we can, you know, get, like, see how many people would be interested. So, you know, we sent out, um, we posted flyers, put stuff in the announcements, and um, sure enough, you know, I was amazed at that first meeting we had, like, how many students were interested in fishing. And even now, like, there's sure. probably a lot of students you don't realize that are into it um, that have become members of the club. Sometimes they don't their first couple years mm -hmm. because they don't really know about it, which is, sure. again, why I appreciate you guys having me here today. Sure, of course. Um, but then they find out about it maybe as a sophomore or a junior. Um, we've had students that have joined senior year when their schedules open up more, and maybe they're not doing a certain sport in the fall or spring. They mm -hmm. come out and start fishing with us, which um, we welcome you know people at any time so of course yeah, yeah i feel like fishing is one of those like really niche things so if you mm -hmm. introduce it there's going to be a lot of people who like who are going to go for it and as mm -hmm. you said that's exactly what happened a question yeah. i would actually kind of have i know you discussed the tournaments or excuse me the tournament uh tournaments i can't speak a little bit um but what does a tournament like a typical tournament kind of look like i know you yeah. kind of talked about how long it was maybe um, but what does it overall look like yeah good question so um, the tournaments that we do are mainly for bass, so it's bass fishing. So okay. that's like the biggest in like the world of fishing. Sure. Uh, bass fishing is sort of the biggest circuit. It's the one like if you go on ESPN, you'll see. Mm. Um, and it's the most televised, and it's 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 the biggest in terms of money making for professionals. That's cool. And so that's that's what the we we kind of do are the bass tournaments. And so you go out in the morning typically, um, very early. Uh, usually we start by 7 a.m. And so you're there by like 6 a.m. Sure. And then you'll, you'll go out and you fish for five hours. And the goal is to have the most weight. Okay. Um, but you can only keep five fish and you have to keep them alive. Ah. So you have to have uh, somewhere on your boat or some kind of equipment where 
Um, you can put them in water and you keep the water oxygenated so that they don't go belly up on you before the end of the day. So there's that also that task of, you know, you have to make sure you're taking care of them. Um, everything, all the fish are released at the end of the day. So they come in, they weigh your fish, mm -hmm. they keep track of all the school's weights and the school with the most weight wins. And then they release them all uh, to swim another day. So the idea is to preserve and sure. catch and release, not, you know, harm the environment. Okay. So. And is there anything people like win? Yeah, so um, it's really grown over the last couple of years, and now you can as high school students actually win scholarship money. Oh wow! Um, you know, for ones we do at school, and there's even beyond school, like a lot of other sports and activities, tournaments you can enter in the summer independently on your own through different organizations and win win money and scholarship money. Uh, if that's something you're interested in doing, maybe even in college. So. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the hardest part of like the whole tournament thing would be keeping the fish alive. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask, like, um, how does BG kind of stand in these tournaments? You know, like, what are our standings when it comes to the, um, these events? And also, like, do you know any, like, statistics in terms of, like, records for our school that you could share? Oh, yeah, no, thanks for asking. Yeah, so, um, actually, you guys weren't here. Uh, you guys were, were younger then. But in 2017, Buffalo, Buffalo Grove actually won the state tournament. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah, so, like, we actually have had quite a bit of success in the past. Um, that was a, the, one of our main students there that actually is in, he's a senior now at the University of Alabama, and he's on the fishing team down there. His name is Tyler Lubat, and he was a really, really uh, talented kid. And so he, um, he, was, he led us to that championship in 2017. So we've actually had a lot of success over the years. Um, and this past fall, we fished, um, uh, one of the tournaments we fished, we, we finished ninth out of like 35. Oh, so yeah, so we, we have a couple of seniors right now that um, that are that are really knowledgeable and really uh, kind of leading the group and sure. just a lot of students that are really passionate about it and so yeah we've done we've done pretty well in the, in the past and I think this year could be another good spring for us so mm -hmm. yeah and and what would be like I guess one of the mo like what would be a good thing to keep in mind in terms of successful fishing like what is the thing that really helps kids become successful when it comes to fishing yeah good question so i mean one thing is just to just to stick with it it can be kind of frustrating if you've ever gone fishing you know sometimes they're just not biting it's just a slow day i always wanted to yeah that's yeah true. it's and very it's it can be very boring yeah it, that's the that, that's the knock on it for sure so i mean part of it is just to kind of stick with it just enjoy the day um even if you're not catching just enjoy the fishing i say sure um and so you know, be patient, and um, if you're if you do that, and you kind of like learn from each experience, um, you, over time you start to figure things out a little bit. What works in what, what conditions, um, and that's a lot of it is just sort of like learning the, the water, learning what works in which situations, whether it's the weather or the body of water you're at. Um, and it's one of those things you can do the rest of your life too. So I mean, you can still fish when you're old and gray. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of a nice, fun activity to be able to do you know, whenever you want. So, um, but yeah, just, just learn every time you're out there and, and then, you know, good things will happen eventually. You'll catch the big one. Sure. Eventually. It's just a matter of putting in the time. Yeah. I feel like fishing is one of those things that when someone likes it, they are really going to like this. It. It's something definitely, or it's definitely something people are going to be very passionate about mm -hmm. if they like it, which yeah. is a nice thing about it. I, I like those things or, you know, obviously that include fishing where like people who are into it are really into it. You know, they give it a hundred. Yeah, um, I, I feel like that's good for the sport. I feel like it's good for whatever it is, you know, in general. Yeah, no, it helps grow. It helps grow. It helps grow interest in it. I mean, even just now when you go on like, things like YouTube or you, know, you go online, like there's just 
people that are so passionate about it. And of then course. you start watching those YouTube videos and you're like, oh man, I want to get out there and do yeah. that too. So um, yeah, it, it's grown a ton over the last, probably since I've even started the club here at school just because sure. because of that, because of that interest and that passion. And um, anytime you can connect people, it's a good thing. Of course, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think your favorite part about fishing is? Yeah, no, I just enjoy being outdoors. I love being outside. I love being um, in the quiet. I love, you know, just being out in nature. Like I said before, even if it's not, even if it's a slow fishing day, I love being out on the water and just being able to, you know, just kind of enjoy nature, be at one with nature and just um, enjoy the person or people I'm with if we're out fishing in a group. Um, You know, the conversations, getting to know people. um, That's that's probably the best part. Of course, that excitement when you have a big fish on, uh, you get some cool photos, uh, you're like a hero for the day. That's always fun too. But definitely just the just being out out and about in nature is, is awesome. For sure. And, and I know you were touching on this a little bit earlier, but what kind of policies or rules do you have in place to make sure that people are responsible fishing and that you aren't contributing to any like bigger problems by participating? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things is we're, we try to be very environmentally sound. So like I said earlier, everything's catch and release. We're not keeping the fish. We don't want to kill the fish. Um, but even little things like like your line, like you know, like if you get your line tangled up, just be responsible. Don't throw it in the garbage. Don't, or I mean, throw it in the garbage. Don't mm-hmm. throw it in the lake. Sure. Um, don't drop it in the water or leave it on the ground. Um, you know, even things like other garbage, like snacks or packaging or something like that. If you open something up, just um, just respecting the environment, respecting the lake, the body of water, whatever sure. preserve or area you might be in, because you want it to be there for you know years and years to come so that more people can enjoy it so there is also that environmental aspect of of it yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah going back to kind of what you said before about what you enjoy about fishing the most i can definitely relate to that because although i don't obviously i haven't gone fishing before although i want to uh, i'm someone who goes on bike rides a lot Mm -hmm. i'm an avid cyclist so and one of the things i love most about it probably the thing i love most about bike riding and everything and this i mean i'll go when i'm even alone you know Mm -hmm. sometimes i'll go with friends sometimes i'll go alone it's just being out seeing things because my motto is like do what you can while you can while you can still do it you know what i'm saying do what you can while you can because one day you can't won't be able to do it yeah you know i want to see as much as i can while i still can so you know i just like going outdoors seeing things um you know seeing different parts of my community really exploring yeah you know even i know last time i went i was with a couple friends but i mean i remember even going to and mind you I, it was probably you know four miles away whatever um, but I went to Potawatomi Woods. Mm-hmm. That was real nice. Yeah. And I, I, I never knew that it connected to a different part of Wheeling, but it did, and I found that out. And that's the kind of stuff you learn uh, kind of when you're out, and you really pay attention to that kind of stuff. So I can definitely relate to that on more of a personal level. Yeah, and I think people don't realize that just within not too far of a distance, there's lots of great places to enjoy the outdoors. So, you know, the Displains River is not far from here. Yeah. Um, there's forest preserves. There's mm-hmm. um, there's Bussy. There's uh, Lake County Forest Preserves. Sure. So, like sometimes people say, well, where do you go? Like yeah. it's the same thing. Like you know, with biking. What, what trails do you go to? Well, there's Fine. there's actually a lot out there. You just kind of have to look for it. You know. Of course. So. I know. At my summer at a summer camp I went to, we had like this activity to go fishing. Yeah. I didn't catch anything, but I had a lot of fun just yeah. hanging out with friends, waiting by the water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know I so I'm I'm a member of Boy Scouts and so I do a lot of camping, a lot of outdoors kind of stuff. Um and over the summer, you know, we went to a one week long, we went to Boy Scout camp. A uh, pretty usual thing, but our campsite at this uh you know, at this reserve, it's right on a lake, so everybody, you know, when we have spare time, we we all see who can catch the most fish, you know, we spend time on the dock. And it's not really 
it's not even really a competitive thing. There's just something kind of fun about it. It's, you know, it's like sort of a game, but it's sort of just a fun way to, you know, pass the time. It's more of a bonding activity, to be honest. Yeah. And like you were saying, there is like, you just get this feeling of excitement once you like, once you see that there's a fish on. Mm-hmm. Like you just get a feeling of excitement. Like you feel like you just like did something that nobody else was able to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And I will say like being the sponsor of the club, like, I honestly can say I get about as much enjoyment from seeing people catch fish and seeing the students out. And when they get a nice fish on, they bring it in, something to weigh in at the tournaments. I'm like as happy for them as I would be if that was for me. You know what I mean? Sure. So it is, it's, that, that's definitely the, the part that makes it uh, fun and exciting as a sponsor of the club. Yeah, definitely. And I know you kind of discussed, obviously, what you like already about it. I know you discussed uh, what you've been doing recently. But a big question is kind of how you got into fishing and what the story behind that would be. Oh, yeah. I mean, me personally, I mean, I, I, I did it growing up a lot. Um, you know, we do getaway trips, family trips and stuff. Oh, nice. We'd be up in Wisconsin. And so you know, growing up, I always did it over the summer. Sure. Um, and then after you know, I graduated from college, I started to go out more. Um, my dad has a boat. So oh, nice. when we first started the club, we used his boat um, to go out and fish the tournaments. We'd always use volunteers' boats, sure. um, parents or grandparents. Um, and then um, it just kind of grew from there. And, and now I have my own boat. I take out awesome. you know, my son and my daughter. We go out fishing. And, sure. um, so it's definitely grown from just something that I grew up doing um, and, and enjoying to now I get to share it with sure. the students here at Buffalo Grove. I get to share it with my own students. And I still go out fishing with my dad when we can too. So That's great. Yeah, it's just something you can do with friends, family, and, and enjoy, like I said, socially. So Definitely. Yeah. I know you said a lot of good things about fishing, but is there anything that you, like, dislike about fishing? <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. Uh, is there anything? I, well, I, I don't like not catching any fish. I will say, like, when you go out and you're there, like I said, it can be frustrating. I definitely prefer to catch fish than to not catch fish. Mm. But, um, but, yeah, no, I've never really had too many bad experiences. I suppose you could get hooked or something, and that would hurt. Yeah, that would um, be too good. Knock on wood, um, that's never happened to me. We've been very, um, you know, incident and accident free here. At the high school, we've always been very safe. Um, No one's fallen off the boats when we've gone out. Um, So, no, but I I haven't had too many negative experiences other than maybe not having a great fishing day. That's good. But they they always say, you know, a good day of, of, uh, or I'm sorry, a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work or at school. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. More stress-free. Exactly. Exactly. That's definitely it. And, and can I ask you what you were saying no one's ever fallen off the boat like can can you give some details about like what kind of boats you're on like because because I'm trying to visualize it but yeah. like I, I was just like what kind of boats are, are yeah, we talking no, about that, no that's, that's a good point so yeah most of the boats that are designed for for fishing especially for bass fishing like I'm talking about they have usually like a flat front and back like a deck is it like and a pontoon boat kind of like a pontoon um and, and the idea there is that you get that flat front and back you can go up there and more easily stand on it and fish off of it. Oh, yeah. Um, they also are equipped with what are called live wells. So, like I said, we have to keep the fish alive. And so what they do is those live wells uh, pump water into it, and then the it's like a little mini aquarium. You've got yes. the water in that in that That's live cool. well, and then you put the fish in there so that, that there's you know water for them to swim in. So, yeah, so um, there, there's, there are some sort of special aspects to it that make it more of a fishing boat versus like a pleasure boat or a ski boat or something like that. Sure. And and does uh does our school like own this boat or is this uh is this your boat or No, so yeah, so I recently purchased a boat a couple of years ago. Um so I have one, like I said, my dad uh has one that he's volunteered his time over the years and uh we've had students out on that. Um a lot of times it's it's parents or grandparents that volunteer their time 
And then we've also had local residents that have said, oh yeah, I'll, I'll volunteer and help out with that day, that tournament, and have actually had students out as well. So, um, but no, the school itself doesn't own a boat. We've talked about raising money. That'd be cool. To do that, um, there's just other logistical aspects of where do you keep it and things like yeah. that, Ma- maintenance and stuff like that. So we've never done that. Maybe like a fundraiser for that. Yeah. 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 I know, yeah. I know the, German, the, German club is, uh, the German clubs are selling the, uh, the gummy bears. You should sell like the Swedish fish. That'll take a lot of Swedish fish. That's going to be a lot. That would be a lot of Swedish fish. But, you know, over time, you know, maybe not one year, but maybe over a couple year period, you could do that or do some other special fundraisers. I've definitely thought about that yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, if that ever happens, feel free to come back on. We'll definitely promote it. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I appreciate it. That's great. Yeah, I mean, going back to the whole fishing club specifically, what is something that you maybe like to change about it? You know, even there in terms of maybe adding a certain set aspect of it, mm. or maybe, or really, really in general, like what what is something that you maybe like to change about it? Hmm. Interesting. Um, I always like to get more students involved. I mean, sure. right now I think the club's at about maybe twenty students, um, which is mm. which is great. That's that's good yeah. numbers. I won't complain about Definitely. that. But always looking to get more involvement. Like I said, I always hate to hear people. Say, oh, I didn't know we had a fishing club here. Or, oh, yeah. I would have known that. And I would have joined earlier and things like that. So, um, just, 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 yeah, getting the word out more. Um, of course. You know, well, here's hoping that the podcast helps. Yeah, that's yeah, what we're yeah, hoping. No, yeah, and that's definitely. why again, I appreciate you guys having me here. So, um, you know, but, but other than that, I mean, there's there's not too much change. I mean, we've got a great group of students. Um, we're working on, we're going to do a winter project where we're going to build, um, basically they're called fish cribs, like oh, nice. uh, fish habitat. Sure. Um, to see if we can reach out to a, an organization or a lake that will drop that in the lake for the spring um, that will create more habitat for fish. So we've got a great, and that was totally the student's idea. They came up with that. Um, so, you know, uh, we've got an awesome group right now. And, and, and so in that, I wouldn't change. But yeah, we're always, always looking for new members and you sure. know, um, new opportunities for students. Yeah, that habitat thing is aw- sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really cool idea. They came up with it. And I know... I know that people have done it um, to try to increase the fish populations in certain lakes, and they thought of that. And so they actually started, one of our students started collecting old pallets, like wood oh, pallets. Oh, really? And um, with the idea that, hey, maybe we can build something out of this. Sure, so. yeah. And I know you said that you're right now or soon going to be building what you're just talking about. Mm-hmm. What, what I was kind of wondering is what you do during the winter when you can't, you know, go out in the middle of a yeah. frozen lake. Yeah, we always meet monthly. We, do, we try to get together uh, just to stay in touch. Okay. Um, sometimes we'll do little, we'll do casting practice. We'll set up targets and we'll have fun competitions. Oh, interesting. Just to try to cast to the targets. That's cool. Keep track of points and things like that. Um, but I'm always looking for different ideas in terms of, you know, projects or something that we can put together. And like I said, they came up with this kind of at the end of the, the winter last year. They said, hey, we should do this. Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of time. But I said, next year, let's let's definitely do that so that's kind of going to be our focal point um we'll meet in november december january february um at least once a month but if we need more time to work on the project we might increase that but sure. um so yeah that that's our plan moving forward for this winter nice, yeah. nice. that's very cool what would you like hope to accomplish as a member of the fishing club mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think you know on just a general level just you know that social experience of just getting to know other students that have those same common interests sure. Um, learning, you know, everyone, there's so many different levels of experience and knowledge in the group, but just learning, um, learning, you know, each time, like I said, you're out there. Um, and then just from a more competitive standpoint, just sure. trying to like compete and, and do well. And, and we always try to uh, qualify someone to go downstate. Um, oh, in that's, the spring. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's really nice, actually. Yeah, it's a fun experience. And they get to go away um, for a weekend and compete against the best students in the whole state. 
Um, so it, that's always our goal is to try to qualify at least a couple of students to go down there for that's that. That's awesome. That sure. Meet. And um, so I guess maybe for anyone listening, uh, what is kind of the commitment for fishing club? When when are your meetings? When are the tournaments? Because this that might be good information yeah. for anyone that's kind of building an interest just by listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. I mean, the nice thing about it is you, it's a club. You can still be a, a part of it and still participate in all the other sports or any other activities we have here at school. Um, though we do a lot more, you know, fishing actually in the fall and spring because it's nice outside. So, um, but you can still be involved and be in a fall sport or a spring sport. It makes it a little more difficult to participate in those activities. Sure. But, um, yeah, so if, if anyone's interested, they can reach out to me, uh, Mr. Fecking, go to the math science department and talk to me. I always give people sort of a introduce me, you know, introduce me to yourself, uh, survey at the beginning just to get some background information. But, sure. um, but yeah, they, uh, they can participate in any degree. They could be very involved or just involved when they have the time, um, sure. if they have other school activities or sports they're in. Sure. And so. is, there, is there anything that you'd like people to know for anyone who's listening about the club? Yeah, just that it's a great group of students that um, are passionate about fishing, but that we also have a variety of knowledge and ability levels and uh, pre- previous experience. So even if you're a, you know, someone who's kind of new to it or maybe you just want to try it, you're welcome to come along. If you're somebody who's really into it, um, has done it a ton, and is like, oh, I, I think I like the competitive side of that. Um, we, we kind of have something for everybody, so don't hesitate to reach out. Sure, that's good to know. As a bit of a wrap-up question, what would what is the biggest fish you've ever caught? Ooh, okay. Um, let's see. So my biggest fish was a northern pike. I don't know if you're familiar with the northern oh, pike. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. Are, huge. those are huge, yeah. Uh, I've never caught any monsters, but I think the biggest I caught was around 35, 36 oh, wow. inches. So, yeah. When was um, that? But that oh, was yeah, up in so Canada. I can, you know, we were up in oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, wow. That's uh, where they get, get bigger. Ones. Yeah, and so... Um, that was uh, probably about oh, it was 2014, I think. So that was about wow. you know seven years ago now. But sure. uh, but yeah, you know it always depends too on what different different fish get different sizes. So yeah. we always talk about what's your personal best for each type of fish. But uh, that was yeah. the biggest overall I think I've caught. And, and I know we're talking like sustainable fishing, but have you ever like filleted a fish that you've caught and, and tried it just to see how it? Oh yeah, is? yeah. We don't really with the club, but I do yeah. like personally like when we're out fishing. Um, I do like I do like to eat fish too. So yeah, I definitely um, uh, like when I've been up in Canada and stuff like that. Sure. That we eat a lot of fish. Um, I love fresh fish. Uh, I know people say they don't like fish, <laughs> but I think that they maybe just didn't try fresh fish because sometimes when you had fresh fish, fresh fish, it, you're like, wow, this is fish. But it's just when it's not fresh, it doesn't taste yeah. that good. Yeah. So um, part of that is 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 how fresh is it? So um, but yeah, definitely. Um, I do, I do enjoy eating fish, too. Definitely different than yeah. fish sticks. That's yes, sure. no, yeah. no, there's no Gordon's fish sticks. No. No. Well, you know, I think this is a good time to sort of wrap up this interview. We're all really grateful to yeah. get you on the podcast. Thank Absolutely. Thank you for coming. Oh, thanks for having yeah. me. And I think that this actually, um, in a way, this kind of got me thinking yeah. I might even <laughs> consider joining the fishing club because uh, no, I think fishing is a, a really fun activity. So um, if anybody listening to this is considering joining the fishing club, Mr. Fecking is the person to talk to. So thanks to everyone who chose to listen to this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening to The Unspoken Herd, and we'll see you again next time on another one of our episodes. Thank you so much.